This week, we're finishing A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass, otherwise known as It's Okay If This Is Your Can of Worms. Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. We're finally done with math. This book, I was so... I was so mad at this book at the end of it <laughs> yeah. that so my terrorist of a dog likes to eat books and I deliberately left this book out on the counter <laughs> within his reach overnight to see if like a sign from above would tell him and it did and he <laughs> ate it demolished the, the whole thing yeah I don't want to talk about these people anymore <laughs> it's it's not <sighs> like it's okay it's not terrible yeah it because that's the thing is like we've both read this book now multiple times and like it's well done it's like a good story but there's just something like exhausting that's it and that's what we said at the beginning of every part that we reviewed for akamath is fucking exhausting (laughs) like there's just too much there's too much crammed into too much yeah because i mean we did four parts for uh korean parachute uh, <laughs> Korean parachute? Crash landing on you. There we go. <laughs> I, I knew where you were going with that, and that disturbs uh, me. Yeah. it's uh, Isn't that a game, like bad movie titles? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's as close as I got. Because, <laughs> I mean, we did four parts for that, and each part felt fun. Yeah. Like, I was excited to talk about the next part. Yeah. yeah. I was amped up on fucking all kinds of adrenaline and whatever. But this, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let's just... Let's yep. just do it yeah. so we can be done and get yeah. on to more fun things. A general note, the ending of this was nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have read the ending of this book probably like three or four times at this point. I still don't really know what happened. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's obviously setting up for the rest of the series, but like this could have been its own book. Yeah. The last 150 pages, there's so much in here. Yeah. Like, especially what happens with her sisters. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> there was multiple events that I'm like, I don't really understand what is happening right now. It's just un- it's unnecessary, but <sighs> yeah. we're, okay, we left off where uh, they were shot out of the sky. Reese was carrying Feyre mm-hmm. and- Ash arrows everywhere, and blood, the, poison. Yeah. And then he's gone. And he <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so she has this little- uh, rage monster inside her that goes, that's my man. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh it God. needed to be said. And she suddenly uh, can winnow everywhere in the blink of an eye after yeah. training for months and just her rage love of Reese is now fueling her ability to do all of the magic. So she hunts yeah. down the scent of his blood or something yeah and then she does some like tarzan tree topping yeah. <laughs> like shades of um akatar a little bit where she was yeah. hunting the trees and or was that i don't know that could have been part of this book too it's just so much happened 
Or maybe I'm thinking of an entirely different book. I, I feel like one of those dogs that's looking out a car window and like they're looking at things, but you know that there's nothing happening. That's how I feel right just, now. The ears are back. You're just smelling <laughs> <Yep>. the world. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> that could have happened here. It could have happened in a different book. And it could have happened just... in the Throne of Glass series for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> I am not currently here. Uh, but I, I vaguely think that happened. <laughs> well, so she tracks him down. Mm-hmm. She tracks him into a cave, which, again, her total rage somehow blocks the crippling fear that she had for three quarters of this book of caves. Yeah. And also her emotional thing about killing people. Because <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. Because, okay, so she charges into the cave. Yeah. She murders. Like, murders. viciously murders. Like, <laughs> murder. <laughs> Sorry. What's that from? I, I don't know. It's from something. Though. I, I know it is. I just don't know what it's from. <laughs> murder. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're here. We yeah. we're in your life together. Um, it really bugged me that she goes into this cave and she's happy. She's like, yeah, slitting their throats with glee. Yeah, um, in revenge for how like the, Reese is hanging by his arms and his wings are bloody and he's beaten to a pulp. Yeah. Um. So her rage murder thing happens, but she had a meltdown at the first third of this book yeah more than that it was like <laughs> she was in a depressive spiral because yeah, she was girly about she killed two people and she was forced to do that yeah and now yeah she suddenly i am the dark lord woman <laughs> <laughs> i will kill everything <laughs> i she got over it real fast i know <laughs> and i mean i like i get it but also i don't get it because she doesn't have a second thought about killing all those people for the rest of this book no so it's like, all. what is really the difference between, because really in this situation, you killed like 15 people to save one person, but in the first thing, you killed two people to save the entire yeah. world, uh-huh. and this is the one that you're not really concerned about, and um, <laughs> it's I have questions. <laughs> it's inconsistent character development. Yeah. yeah. But she saves him. Yay. The the star-crossed lovers are reunited and he's in really bad shape, yeah. like poisoned or something. And her solution to like <laughs> figuring out how to save Reese is to go hunt down the cereal again. Yeah, because that was the part that I was kind of confused about because I know she was pretty comfortable like the first time she hunted the cereal and she like got answers she needed, but... I just don't know that that would be my first no, because <laughs> inclination. <laughs> if she can suddenly winnow everywhere, I would think, oh, hmm, he can't travel, but I can. Maybe these uh, fey people who fought in a war 500 years ago and probably experienced gruesome injuries just like what he has right now, yeah. they would know how to treat those injuries. Yeah. And instead of asking more, asking yeah. Cassian, she hunts the fucking cereal for an answer. Yeah. And there's like a throwaway line where she says something like she's too tired to winnow back. But but you were like winnowing a bunch and then you like killed a bunch of people and you weren't too tired for that. And like several days have gone by and now all of a sudden you're too tired to winnow. But she's to not too tired to hunt the cereal. Yeah, I am confusion. So my take on this is that this was a plot device to get her to find out about shocker, their soulmates, uh, because no one back at Valaris is going to tell her that, and yeah. Reese isn't going to tell her that. So we need an outside party to break the news to her. Yeah, because I didn't really understand why she was so upset. 
Yeah, that was also dumb. Yeah, because I mean, she doesn't really even know that much about mates, like no firsthand experience of like interacting with people that are mates. So I don't get why it was such a, well, a freak out for her. I think if I'm, I skimmed this heavily. If I, re- <laughs> Fair. If I remember right, um, she's more angry that they lied to her, like lied mm. by omission. Mm. Not really the soulmates piece. That's fair, but I mean, not that doesn't justify her reaction. No, because I mean, if you equate it to being in love with someone, like that's a hard, you know, thing to tell someone. So wouldn't mates be even that much harder? Yeah. So I don't know that it really required her little meltdown in a cabin. <sighs> it's so dumb. So she yeah. gets she gets the how to cure Reese from the cereal. She finds out about the soulmate thing mm-hmm. from the cereal. Goes fixes Reese, takes him back to his friends, and then dumps him in the mud. <laughs> dumps him <laughs> on the ground. Someone, that part was kind of funny. <laughs> someone, but like she's supposed to love him, love him. Yeah, she just murdered like six fucking people yeah. for this guy, and she dumps him in the mud because she what? Oh, you didn't tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, girl. <laughs> People have not been telling you things since the very beginning. And this is the only time that you get like really bent out of shape, which I mean, I get. But then this next part, like her painting the cabin. It was so dumb. Um, <laughs> we didn't need that. No, it felt kind of uh, yucky. Like it's one of those things that you like maybe keep to yourself and like don't paint all over someone else's house um, yeah. with your probably questionable painting skills. I, <laughs> I, just, I picture, you know, like a... Uh, 12 or 13 year old who yeah. like likes to draw with and the like, like anime eyes oh <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> sweet sweet Feyre I that just made me yeah it gives you the ick because well, she drew <laughs> eyes over like the mantle she drew Amran's eyes yeah on like the Ew. yep it just did not feel good <laughs> no and she's in this cabin which is like a boy's cabin that they yeah. like a vacation club or something <laughs> yeah. like that and she's waiting for reese to show up but like you're but the like, one who ran away waiting either because she just like she is but she's pretending she's not and she's just like i need somewhere to be upset about things and, like, I get that, but, like, also... It's, like, the way a child reacts. Yeah. And, I mean, that kind of fits for her character, because I feel like throughout this, she's been a little bit, um, not emotionally stunted, but... Um, I think that's a f- accurate description. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this reaction really isn't too, like, uh, out of pocket. Because she's, like, 19? But... Ew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I don't love that. <laughs> that kind of ruined everything is fine. Because when you think about it, she's 19 and she's uh, in this next scene having a smut marathon with someone that's 500 yeah. plus years. So that's kind of kind of yucky to me. Um, I don't know that that's it's okay if it's Bella, though. <laughs> I That's also yucky to me, too. <laughs> but like, okay, so uh, yeah. I did like, so Reese eventually comes to the cabin. Mm-hmm. And they have a come to Jesus like discussion. And mm-hmm. I thought that his explanation of how he found out that they're soulmates, how like it was basically a mini version of Reese's perspective from mm-hmm. the last two books. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I did too. I kind of felt it uh, was his moment of being an emotionally mature adult, mm-hmm. um, which is weird when Feyre hasn't been a 
adult throughout any of this. Yeah. Because it was like, this is a very reasonable response for someone that's like, okay, I have, you know, done something wrong, but let me explain, like, my trauma has kind of informed this, and I'm not, you know, making an excuse for that, but, like, this is why that happened, and I'm sorry. Like, that felt very mature, but then you, like, put it in the frame of a (laughs) 10-year-old. Like, (laughs) but also, like, the way it was written, like, flowed really well, because I was, like, tuning in and out up until that part, and I'm like, ooh, and, like, flipping the pages, reading every single word, because for some reason, I think... Um, not having Reese's perspective through the books was the right move. Uh huh. I agree. But being able to read it and see how he felt through these things was like, oh, this is like the conclusion and wrap up I, the closure I needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think too, um, I feel like a lot of women readers or, you know, um, anybody that identifies as a woman, like, you kind of want that reassurance that your partner also feels the same way. So this was like a good way to not have a POV change, but also get that like affirmation of like, they're obsessed with the main character. And it's like a validation of like, this isn't a one-sided romance. This is like, they're crazy about me too. I've noticed that in these first person perspective stories that this is a really um, popular, not trope, but mm-hmm. tool or yeah. like writing mechanism. Cause it's always delivered like via dialogue, but like conversation between the characters. Mm-hmm. This happens in crown duel between Shiv Varyeth and Mel at the end. And Shiv oh. is explaining like, Oh, by the way, like in this part, in this part, in this part, this yeah. is what I was actually trying to do to help you. That is true. Hmm. It's weird too. Cause uh, from the outside, you would think that would be like lazy writing, but it doesn't really feel that way necessarily. If it's well done. Yeah. But. And I think this was an example of, I thought mm. it was too much. I thought. A little bit. <laughs> I thought like, no one, sorry, this dude isn't going to remember that level of detail. No. Like, and why would he explain like at yeah. every single point? Like, that's yeah. like a, a service to the readers, I think. Yeah. Because when I was reading it, I thought the, you know, soliloquy would be a little bit awkward if you're like delivering it to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like pages and pages <laughs> yeah. of him just talking. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. But I mean, it was good for what it was. And then- we get a chapter oh, and a half of smut. So I <laughs> skipped it. That's fair. That's what I don't understand is people who uh, listen to the audiobook of oh, this. No. Um, Have you listened to it? No, but like, <laughs> I don't know that I could. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, have you ever seen someone with like drive by with like a phone call on or an audiobook on at super? Like, you can hear yep. everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're just added like a stoplight. Is there like, uh, I can't even say it out loud. I would feel <laughs> kind of uncomfy. Um, yeah, I, I, mm. I don't know. But I mean, if that's if that's your can of worms that you enjoy, that's not the right phrase. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your can of worms. Oh my God, Katie. That's not right at all. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if it is your can of worms, that's fine. We'll just take that as a positive thing. My can of worms is, I don't know. What is your can of worms? Um, in this context? Yeah. I'm not going to discuss it on the podcast. Who? <laughs> 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 what was that voice? I don't know. That was the like saucy like hoo-hoo. <laughs> oh, that's oh fair. Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Chap- chapter and a half of smut. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, which, okay. And one last thing is mm-hmm. I thought that this was the appropriate level or not level, mm. but the amount for oh, a yeah. book this size mm-hmm. right because there's really like two major scenes or maybe three scenes yeah in like 600 pages mm-hmm. 
So yes, it's like prolonged at this point, mm-hmm. but it's not like every fucking chapter. Yeah. So, and I also think the placement of it is interesting too when you contrast it with that like three percent smut scene with Tamlin. Like where this smut scene is is where you expect it to be in a romance novel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting that we still got that like in the beginning shorter of- yeah rando one at the beginning that's like. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> a little, uh, I am not even <laughs> warmed up to this. Like, but okay, there it is. Um, but yeah, this is like typically where that smut scene is in any book. And this is where they could have ended the book. And then yeah, we frankly, just, we throw in uh, everything. We get thrown into the. I have three more books that I already, you know, signed my soul away to publish. So I yep. need to find a way to like connect the plots. So they <laughs> Which, fair. Get your bag. Uh, but yeah, also, whatever. <laughs> like, you, how many books did she have out at this point? Because she had the entire Throne of Glass series. Uh, yeah, but there was some publishing like back and forth between this series and Throne of Glass towards the end. Because hmm. the ending ones of the Throne of Glass are kind of like, meh. yeah, yeah. And then I think she also started. The, Crescent City mm-hmm. sometime during this too. Maybe during before Nesta's one, she released one. Hmm. I don't know the timeline of these. And allegedly they're all like interconnected. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's I like can't. a lot for I, my no. brain to process. I, we're not gonna try and get into that. No. Uh-uh. The battle in Valaris. Mm gold to me really i actually thought that was really well done i thought so too yeah except um i kind of feel like Feyre, the jump in between her not knowing how to do anything and her knowing how to do everything, everything. was too aggressive yeah i didn't one i don't like Feyre, but <laughs> <laughs> i don't like her <laughs> oh i just God. don't that's fair um but i it was the visuals that she used mm-hmm. and like yeah what i want a heroine to do in a book and like the whole over the top save the city use magical powers Mm -hmm. the description of like the water wolves yeah i'm I'm jumping ahead here obviously but well i think that's is that i think that's what's next well so they after their cozy time at Mm -hmm. the cabin they return to valaris they meet up with the pack Mm -hmm. and then it's time to meet the human queens Mm -hmm. because they have to show them the orb thing didn't that already happen I, I don't know. Unclear. Because I thought that they already got the book. Well, they needed the other. Mm. Maybe they did. Oh, yeah. They already. Yeah. They already showed the orb. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, the human, human queens betrayed them, essentially. Right. That's how Valaris gets attacked. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't even realize that it was the human queens that like sold out Valaris. Because, like, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, the, you just figured it out. He knows where the, like, big city is. But, no, that that makes sense that it was the human queen city. Yeah. So, I think they met up with the queens hmm. again. But that was the last one. And then Valaris is attacked seemingly out of nowhere. But it's, like, right yeah. after the queens met with them. So, human queens betrayed them. Highburn mm-hmm. uh, sends um, his fairy army to attack Valaris. And this is the scene where uh, they're kind of separated. They're at different parts of the city. Mm-hmm. And, and Feyre has her, no, I'm going to protect my own. Yeah. And so she like takes a stand at like the Rainbow Bridge or something like that. <laughs> the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> and she, like like you said, summons all of her magical powers and is like summoning water and then freezing water. And it's cool. Like the mm-hmm. description is really cool. And I think that's where um, 
Sarah Mass really shines. Yeah. like describing these action scenes. Mm-hmm. She's got good ideas. Absolutely. But she totally stole the water wolves from like the scene in Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they're wolves, not horses, but come on. I, yeah, it's very similar. That's fair. But I mean, it also like felt really cool when she was I doing know. it. I'm, like, I'm not going to complain. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I like this whole scene, but my only beef was that Feyre's escalation. But that happens in every fantasy book. Because mm. I mean, they go from like not knowing how to hold a sword to all of a sudden fighting people yeah. successfully. But that's my own personal beef. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I like the description. I did too. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. It was a good action scene because there's not much action in this kind of way throughout this whole book no it's yeah. not like it was in akatar mm-hmm. yeah um, or even in any of the throne of glass series like mm-hmm. i feel like all of those had a lot of you know like violent action mm-hmm. um but yeah they somehow everything ends up being okay yeah they save alaris and then <laughs> yeah. they decide oh well highburn attacked us so we gotta go to highburn and mm-hmm. they decide to sneak in to the Highburn King's castle or something? Yeah, to try to, like, uh, disable the... The cauldron. Yeah. I was going to call it a pot, but the cauldron is... <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's what that is. The Grand Cauldron, also yeah. known as the pot. Um, <laughs> the pot. And I... The part with Reese being tracked by his magic, it's kind of come up a couple of times at this point, like, throughout the last third of the book, I think. But it felt very uh, just kind of thrown in deep tale like it wasn't described enough for how urgent it became in this last part because he's not here when they sneak into highburn Mm -hmm. and it kind of felt like odd like i didn't really understand yeah i didn't really pay attention to that either yeah but then all of a sudden he's not there when his mate and best friends and everyone else goes into highburn to you know what i mean like why are you gonna leave your your star player at home that's not cool yeah because especially if he just didn't use magic he still fine. is a 600-year-old fighter. <sighs> but again, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Plot holes everywhere. Yeah. But it is interesting. I like how Feyre um, fails. Uh, mm-hmm. That probably sounds a little crazy, but like she's speaking to the cauldron about to do it. And then the cauldron's like, you liar. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Uh, and then it she fails. I, I felt like the cauldron had more personality than favorite. It kind of did because you get everything about what that cauldron is about, like evil, dark, scary, spooky, very convincingly. And then Feyre is just like white paper. Uh, yeah. Or Wonder Bread, maybe? Wonder Bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the king shows up, disables them. That's what I mean. This last <laughs> bit is <laughs> like so, a fever dream. So much. And so like, Ah, ha, ha, they're losing. <laughs> the, king, the king is here. Because that's exactly what it felt like when they were all dragged into the throne room. Yeah. And he's like, my evil plan has, like, worked. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Tamlin steps and then out. Tamlin and Lucina are like, we're here, too. It's a grand reunion. <laughs> Literally. It's like the supervillain in every fucking movie. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you my whole evil plan. Yeah. And so, actually, that's I'm exactly. Crying. They do go over the entire plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna start coughing here in a second. And then for whatever reason her sisters are like brought out too. The mortal queens are there too. Yeah. Like everyone in the book shows up in Highburn all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> because I so looking back on this, why would Highburn voluntarily pick Feyre's sisters as the test subjects to make this work? Because like now you have two like full blooded maid phase to help 
during obviously the war that's about to happen. I don't know. Like, like why would you give your your enemy a big ass weapon to like fight with? My impression was that the queens requested the sisters as oh. like a sample. But still, like, why would they pick them and not some just, like, random folks? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe it was, like, a good excuse to get rid of them. Like, they thought the cauldron would eat them. But they want to be Faye, though. Yeah. But, like, if they're going to, if it's not going to work, oh, at least they're getting it's like rid a, of someone. A middle finger to Pharaoh one more time. Maybe. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, the whole thing was a little bit hazy. <laughs> yeah. So the whole, okay, so what's happening here is that. Lucy and Tamlin made a deal with the King of Hybern to get favor back. Yeah. Um, in exchange, they allowed passage. Like, Hybern soldiers can go through the spring court to attack the rest of the fairy courts. Yeah. Because are they going after the human lands first or the rest of the court? Something like that. I don't know. I didn't pay attention because too much going on. I Yeah. And But then they kind of get betrayed, but not really. Yeah. So it's, there's a lot, like, I feel like we're failing explaining this, but then there's the subplot of the, the mortal Queens made a deal with, with Highburn, which that I don't understand either. Cause Highburn wants to enslave all the humans, but if they turn into fairies, they're not humans. Oh, so they want to be immortal. So they basically turn over. Um, oh. them. I think we're piecing it together. Yeah, there's uh, there's some piecing yeah. happening. <laughs> so vaguely, yeah. human queens make their deal. They bring in Pharaoh's sisters. They toss them literally into the cauldron to see if the cauldron can turn them into fairies, and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so the queens are excited, and then in the midst of throwing Pharaoh's sisters into the cauldron, we get this grand reveal of Lucian. And his soulmate is <laughs> <Yeah>. Elaine. <laughs> like, what? That's what was confusing to me, too, because, like, it was a whole big deal with Reese, but then Lucian just says it in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. And Elaine's just like, okay, when it goes swimming. <laughs> I, yeah, and she's just there and not really. <laughs> I did love how Nesta was thrown. Same. <laughs> like, and just her one finger, like, sticking out of the cauldron, yep. pointed to the fucking Wyvern, like, <laughs> fantastic i like too that we get the little descriptor of the king being a little bit like unsettled by this too <laughs> yeah. he's like i don't think i like this no. this woman is crazy because <laughs> i kind of imagined i don't know if anybody else has like psychotic dogs um but this is how i feel when i'm trying to give my dogs a bath <laughs> um, so i vividly am like nesta i understand what you're going through but you also really need to take a bath right now <laughs> And it's kind of a bummer, too, because, like, you get so much personality in this one scene for Nesta, and then her whole book feels kind of, like, flat. Yeah, it's a letdown. And I get that you kind of have to make the main character be, like, a write-in for the person reading it, but, like, you didn't have to You didn't have to do that to my girl. No. Like, <sighs> you took all the good parts of her and super aggressive. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she was just so crazy. Like, I, I respect it. Yeah. I mean, when it's my dog I'm trying to wash, I don't respect it. But Nesta, I get what you're trying I to just, do. <laughs> I liked Nesta so much more. I know. But then she got kind of mid during her book. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But well, she goes in the bathtub and apparently takes something with her. Yeah, like a piece of the cauldron. Which I, again, fucking love. Yeah. She's like, um, if I am involuntarily getting shoved into this bathtub, I am going to uh, destroy the world while I'm at it. So, yeah. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, what a great setup for mm-hmm. a character's story. Yeah. And then there's some weird things about, like, the 
wards on the castle, not allowing winnowing, but then somehow Feyre's like dismantling them. They somehow. do some sort of sneaky plan thing where she pretends to agree to go with Tamlin because the other plot going on is that the king wants to break the bond. Yeah. Between, uh, well, Tamlin asked the king to break the bond between Farah and Reese. Yeah. And they pretend it's the bond, the tattoo thing that they did in Akatar, uh, not the mate bond. Yeah, because they think, they pretend like it's the mate bond being broken, but it's actually the bargain being broken. Yeah. So they're still mates. Which, like, why would that hurt so bad if it's just like a bargain? Oh, unless I don't it like know. turns into something else. Because again, that's why I'm confused of like That's weird. There's too too many layers of things happening here. And yeah. then Pharaoh plays along and like pretends like, oh, I was forced into this bond mate thing with Reese and Tamlin. Let's go back to the spring court. And so she puts on a good performance. Yeah. And it's kind of gross. Yeah. Cause that's why I was confused is like, why did we need to do a second like you got me because she kind of did that before too. Like yeah. I know she voluntarily was going back to the spring court because she was still in love with Tamlin, but we still got a little bit of that like double agent thing. And then she's like, we're going to do it again. It's like, how is this believable? It's, it's this not, <laughs> it's not at all. But Tamlin just swallows it up. He's like, okay, honey, like, yeah, let's just disregard the fact that, you know, you killed a bunch of my soldiers who came to rescue you. Yeah. And, <laughs> Also, like, she got a second tattoo on her other hand as if, like, he's not going to notice that because that's, like, the marriage tattoo. But it's, like, how are you going to explain that one? Like, I just had a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot kind of thrown in at the end of, like, a... And oh, this this is the end, though. Yeah. Like, this is pretty much <laughs> that's it. it. <laughs> like, he, she goes with Tamlin. The POV shifts. Yeah. So we have a chapter of just Reese's POV mm -hmm. because I feel like from an author perspective, you would have to do that to give the reader closure. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you ended on her going with Tamlin and like no, no other hints whatsoever about like what's actually happening in the background, mm -hmm. Reese basically explains, oh, she's a double agent. Like you're <laughs> saying, like we have a spy in the yeah. spring court. And um, uh, for the readers, um, Jordan's eye roll, I felt the vibrations <laughs> from it across the table. <laughs> I had no words. I just expression. Yeah. Um, and then we shift back to Feyre, who's putting on a good show for Tamlin. And then that's the end of Akamath. Yep. Yeah. Ta -da! We're not doing book three. No. I know I've read book three, I but know. like I could not tell you if for the life of me what happens. I can remember three. what book four is. So that's Nesta's book. That's A Court of Silver Flames. Oh, yeah. But I have no idea what book three is. No. The only thing I vaguely remember is Nesta beheading the king of highburn but again that felt like too soon because then like why do you what happens in the other books oh no oh we also yeah. skipped over in our review that jurian comes back to life and he's like involved that's what i mean <laughs> like there's too many things that are just random and like he's there because like why would he agree to work with highburn i don't know <laughs> i got confusion hands and i just don't understand there's just a lot a lot a lot that's thrown into this little bit and this is again like the last hundred pages that's it yeah well i mean this whole scene is only like 20 pages oh, yeah <laughs> fair like barely that and it's just everything we had as much page time dedicated to sexy time between yeah Vera and reese as we did with all of these plot developments yeah i want to know how that happened like uh going through the beta process and mm -hmm. like because it almost felt like it was an outline that they just turned into dialogue and called it good like, these are the plot points that we need to get through. Dialogue, bang. 
It's good now. Because like, how did an editor like not find this off-putting? This would have been a way better book had these developments been drawn out more mm-hmm. and we had gotten less of the like, Basically, it was just tension building between yeah. Elise and Feyre for the first two thirds of the book, mm-hmm. like, which is confusing too because she could have done that tension building within these plot points. Yeah, because no plot occurs in the first like half of this book. Like no bigger plot happens. They could have started Akamath with them going to the summer court and getting yeah the book. yeah like that yeah. <sighs> we have. We well, did it. But we're done. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that's that's the end of Akamath. And that's yeah. the last book of the pod for this season. It kind of feels, eh. That was like a bad ending. Yeah, I'm not quite thrilled and that we ended on this note. Uh, no. Because we started on such a high note. Yeah. But it's okay. We'll make up for it. That's fair. This next episode is going to be a hot mess. Let me just like caveat that right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a lot of just craziness and back and forth but it's gonna be a fun time yeah so um if you hadn't picked up yet already we are going to do a closeout episode uh what day will it come out january um, isn't it new year's you are asking me to do math oh yeah january 1st yeah so january 1st <laughs> new year's day we will have our season one review we will talk about all the books all the heroines mm-hmm. um all of our episode titles um and, uh, <laughs> yeah that's just the episode titles is just a full rerun of all of my like stupid moment, like brain, but brilliant, Ba-doo-ba-doo. but brilliant. <laughs> I would argue. I hope so. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Thanks for reading Akamath with us and Akatar and yeah. sticking through all the parts. It was it was a journey. <laughs> it was a lot. It was something. Yeah, but we did it. Well, from our shelf to yours. We'll see you on the next page. That was sad. I know. It was so <laughs> sad. We even sound sad at the end. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'. <laughs>